check. That's I'm recording as, on my end. That's as uh, scientific as we get. <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> it is. We count down from three and press Just record. If you want to see that. There's the microphone. Okay, so you were asking what we were talking yeah. about. Um, no, I know. I saw that you guys were talking about Brazilian waxes. Oh, we were talking about butt exfoliation. Butt exfoliation? Yeah, on the Vanderpump Rules for Monday, uh, two of the people were getting their butts exfoliated and they were getting butt smoothies. Oh, I get the name now. <laughs> the exfoliation was making their butts smooth. So, wait, I I need more information. <laughs> they were getting like butt facials. You just exfoliate your butt. Well, they were steaming it. They went to a place and got their butts facialed. Why? Is this a thing? Uh, to make it smooth. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Some women have too much time on their hands. A butt facial? Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's L.A. So- for if this ends up making it to the podcast, just so everyone knows, we're live in the Facebook group. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we're recording. We're live. Should we start this thing or yeah. not even the, do our the usual? The tape is rolling, as they say. But uh, should we do our usual intro? Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla, and today we're talking about more celebrities. Yeah, that I accidentally read that last time. <laughs> it's okay. So today you, we're actually if, talking about more celebrities. Listen, reading is hard, okay? And today it's going to be like, well, at least for me, I don't know who you have. I don't know who you're bringing to the table, but I am just like throwing a bunch at you. I... Did not do any research for this. I am sorry. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> That's our usual. Classic. <laughs> um, okay. So in the last episode, we talked about sex in the city. And yeah. we had a lot of Mirandas. That's what I was going to say. Really? We had a lot of women that were like, Sarah, I'm a Miranda too. Oh. So you're in good well, company. Yeah. I thought everyone would want to be Carrie. Well, everyone does, quote, want to be Carrie. But some people have self-awareness and know that they're not Carrie. (laughs) You know what? I think I'd rather be Miranda. I say that I feel like my 22-year-old self wanted to be Carrie. Yeah. My 35-year-old self doesn't. Carrie's a hot mess. She is. That's why I was thinking. Thank you. Miranda, she's successful. She's a lawyer. She has her own place in New York City. She has well, Steve. She moved to Brooklyn. Steve. Yeah, because she had a family. Hello. Yeah. I mean, Carrie's just Steve. like, what am I doing? And then she cheated on Aiden. I know. And then she's just hung up on this jerk for the entire series. I don't like Mr. Yeah. Big. And what kind of a name is Mr. Big? Well, he didn't get himself that name. I know, but I just think it's stupid. 
I never <laughs> liked that. I, I was never a fan. Um, and then do you remember in the very last episode, she actually revealed his name? What Did was it, John? That? John. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you just Sorry. ruined it. <laughs> I thought I thought people knew that it was John. Well, I mean, the series has been out for over a decade, so I think you're okay. I think spoiler you're okay. Alert. To, spoiler alert. It's been ten years, but Mr. Big's name At is least. John. At least, yeah. Okay, so anyway, um the other thing I wanted to update people on was um our our episode from New Year's Day. We talked about a girl named Lauren, the one from Texas, who did the IUI and then had the miscarriage. She sent us an update after she listened. And she's pregnant via IUI number two. So IUIs do work. She just reached unicorn status. Woo. So congratulations. Yeah. She's got sparkles coming out of her ass. Congratulations, (laughs) Lauren. No, that's yeah. awesome. For real. Congrats. Oh, um, and uh, next up, Beyonce. And we said conceived spontaneously. Yes, according to her husband in an interview. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know that she did infertility treatments. Maybe not. Maybe she was like, I'm off to the gym, honey. And she was sneaking off to the RE. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. How she got his sperm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's no. Nah, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> no, but we we said I think it was you actually that you were like, "There's no way she didn't do fertility treatments with the twins," and uh, that question has been asked of her a lot. And I guess Jay Z responded to the question was like, "Nope, they were conceived spontaneously." So we totally banged. That's what he was saying. <laughs> Yes, that's what he was saying. We banged it out and ended up with twins. <laughs> like the surfboard. She wrote him like a surf... You know that song, Drunk in Love? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She says something about a surfboard. <laughs> Hi, Gina. Oh, yeah. in case Hi, we did... I don't know if we've said it on this podcast, but we are recording live in the Facebook group. And there you go. People are... In the chat. Commenting. If you comment, maybe you'll get a mention on the podcast. I don't yeah. know. Like Gina. Like Gina. Hi, Gina. Uh, last thing before we start talking about celebs. We don't forget about our iTunes match donation. So for every review we get in iTunes or Apple Podcasts for the next month, um, we are matching it with a $5 donation to Resolve. So, um, if you're feeling generous, it's hard to be generous in January. We should have done this a month ago. We screwed this up. (laughs) Well, it's not people using their own money in January. That's true. It's us using money. But think of it like you're giving a donation to Resolve. Yeah. But you just don't get the tax write-off. Right. I mean, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) But you can feel warm and fuzzy inside. That not only feel good about yourself. Yeah, you can feel good about yourself. You are spreading the word about a podcast that hopefully you like if you're listening and you're giving a donation to Resolve. So thanks for you that. You just got louder on my end. Oh. Anyway. I 
I've started drinking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's five o'clock somewhere. All right. So do you want to, since you didn't do any research, do you want me to start talking? Yeah, let's just start talking. I feel like so, I know the infertile celebrities. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Actually, there were a few people on this list that um, that surprised me, I should say. Um, so I'll just oh. I'll just talk about it. Sorry, go ahead. Gina asked if we have a Patreon account. We do not have a Patreon. We do not, but it's potentially in the works. Right? We've talked about it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it as part of our upcoming website slash private forum. Like a member. You know what? I thought it would be of... fun to do vlogs for Patreons, but I don't know if people would that want to see that too. Oh, you know what? I had, speaking of that, I had a friend who's doing IVF right now, who shall mm-hmm. remain nameless, and she she was starting PIO shots, and she said she Googled tips for progesterone and oil, and she found this, this like, forum where people were giving tips and, like, talking about it, and then someone linked, like, hey, check out this video. I love this video. It gives a lot of good tips. So she clicked on it, and it was from my YouTube channel. I was going like, to say, was it Nurse Linda? No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I mean, me no, and Nurse yours, Linda are, are up there. You're the queen <laughs> of progesterone and oil shots. I should be, damn it. I took them long enough and have you need permanent, a crown. permanent uh, nerve damage to prove it. So I <laughs> should someone gain something if, from it. Yeah, someone asked if that goes away. Uh, it hasn't for me. Mine has, but I haven't been running lately, so I don't know if. It's yeah, there I or not. only notice it if I use those muscles like very act. I mean, obviously, you, you use your gluteus maximus. Is that the right? muscle yeah is that the muscle you use that muscle even to just walk i think like you use it every day but i notice it when i do something really active like run or like lift weight or do something yeah do something where it really strains that muscle and then i'm like oh look listen you know look listen <laughs> feel let me feel that there it is there's that permanent reminder that I jabbed I, my ass with a giant needle for, a long I mean, I think time. I, a long time, a long time. So the first person I have on my list, Sarah, is Hugh Jackman. Who Wolverine. is, yeah, Wolverine. Right? Is that what you think of? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So hot. Who doesn't think of Wolverine when they think of Hugh Jack? Oh, wait, he was also in, uh... The greatest showman. showman. Yes. He's showman. Show, he was in the greatest showman. The greatest showman. I'm from, I'm from Kansas, Missouri. I don't know. Showman. Wow. Isn't wow. it showman, though? I think I would say the greatest showman. Yeah. I think I would. Whatever. You caught yourself. He's a... He just seems like such a lovely person. I don't sure. know. I, I just know. feel like Australians are so lovely. I don't know. I haven't met any lovely. Australians I don't like. 
I don't think I I've met either. any Australians, but <laughs> my oh, you've met Celeste. She's my favorite well, yeah. fertile uh, Australian. Yes, I mean like in person. Oh sure, sure. I've sure. never met an Australian. Um, he did. He the, he and his wife. I don't. I apologize that I don't have her name in front of me, but they did IVF twice and it failed, and they ended up adopting. Um, children from the United States because they couldn't adopt at the time in Australia, which we have heard our Australians in the Facebook group have commented on this. That I've looked it, is it up. Possible. There's a to, reason. What is it? Let's talk about it. They were okay. So until the 70s, the Australian government was taking um, the kids of the people who lived there before all the white people came what, what's Wait, that called i'm losing colonization well yes but they took the indigenous 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 people's children <laughs> In- indigenous oh, i don't know <laughs> i um, so they were taking their children and giving them to the white people man white people yeah and then it's like because they're like they can't raise them, white people can raise them better, and then it was this big thing. So now no one can adopt. They basically went in there and <sighs> what's the word? Uh, Stole people's children. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. So they're pretty much like the kids need to stay with the parents now. So just as a country, they're just like across the board. It's it's one of those like the drunk sorority girl who pushed it too far during pledge season and she ruined it for everyone. Pretty much. Now they're just like, okay, no adoptions at all because you just screwed everything up. Just think how hard adoption in Australia would have to be if they had to come over to the U.S. to adopt. Yeah, and this is Hugh Jackman. He's a huge international celebrity. And if he can't do it, how is just like your average Australian supposed to be able to do it? I don't think they do. They don't. Everyone's saying that you can't adopt in Australia. I'm sure you can do international adoption. Right. I'm guessing. Right. But um... if you have done or you're thinking about adoption and you're an Australian... We would love to hear from you. Like, if you're, if you're, if you know of the options for Australians and adoption. In, okay. In 2015 to 2016, there were 278 adoptions in Australia. Wow. How, which is what's very their population? Low. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure what their population is, but there are about 46,000 children in and out of, um, Foster care. Foster care. I think it's not called foster care there. Okay, so 30,000 of those children um, have been in foster care more than two years and are are unlikely to ever return to permanent care of their biological family, but they won't ever get adopted. What? So they just have to live in limbo? Yeah. How is that better? Australia, get your shit together. Come on. Um, oh, it's called the stolen generation. If you want to look yes. up more, okay, about I have it. heard about that. Um, I, if I had a 
on a lighter note, if I had to choose like a top three places in the world, I would like to like a bucket list of places I'd like to go. Australia is definitely in my top three. I would love to go visit. Yeah, that'd be fun. I want to go to New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from Australia, right? I don't know. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's Who's go. next on our list? On a our Canadian. list. Canadian. Oh, yeah, Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. She did IVF seven times. When did she have her twins? Was that 2010? Or am I crazy? I just feel like but I think her and her husband had been trying forever to have children. And I think they have another son. Like, I think they have a son and twins. You know yeah. what? Why don't you be the fact checker in real time? You can Google. I will be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, IVF seven times. Like That's intense. Crazy. I, I mean, good honor. And you know, it's really sad because her husband died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super and he sad. was sick forever, too. Yeah. I mean, he was a lot older than her, but still sucks. I've yeah. also never met a Canadian I didn't like. That's not true. Yeah. I have <laughs> met a Canadian. That's not true. Uh, most Canadians I've met, I love. Yes. They're just really nice people. In My person. friend dated a Canadian that was a real asshole. So oh. I didn't like him at all. But most of them have just been completely lovely. Was he an asshole, like, in life or just in the relationship? Uh, he, he just struck me as, you, like, the epitome of the alpha male. When I was like, you know what? You just need to take a seat, okay? Check that ego at the door and take a seat. <laughs> he was just a jerk. Well, did, did she break up with him? Yes. Well, they are good. no longer together. Yeah. Good for her. Yes. So, what's your favorite Celine Dion song? Uh, the only one I can think of is My Heart Will Go On. Oh, no. <laughs> that can't be your favorite. That's not necessarily my favorite. Uh, but I'm not, I don't really listen to Celine Dion, so. I mean, I don't think she's done anything recently, but I feel like Celine Dion is part of the soundtrack of my youth, you know? Yeah, she's a really good singer. Yeah. I just don't know her music. I bet uh, you do. Here, let me play my favorite. You ready? I know, right? You know this one, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Slow so dancing. Good. Yes. Should we wait till the chorus? <laughs> Here we go, here we go. You were my strength when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. That's a good one. I do like that song. You know, you look across the room at your seventh grade crush and you think to yourself, I should have put more toilet paper in my bra. And then he would notice me. <laughs> then he comes over and asks where your friend is. <laughs> Isn't it the truth? 
Oh, man. That actually happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was so sad. You know what? It's fine, though. I heard that he, like, beat his girlfriend as an adult, so. Oh. Dodged a bullet there. That's the advice I'm going to give my children. Like, don't go after the hottest guy at school because he's the one who ends up a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty solid advice. Um, Okay. Next on the list. Do you know who this is? Nia Vrabalos? No. Have you seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding? No. But I know who the actress is. Is she the main actress? She's the main actress. And I put her on the list because I just, like, so I put people on the, there's so many celebrities, right? Like, there's so many. I I tried to weed through ones that, like, have something unique about their infertility story. For example, with her, I mean, everybody has something unique. I don't mean that to sound trite. But uh, for her specifically, she did 13 IVF attempts. So many. And then she even tried it with surrogacy, and it still failed. Um, so, girl has been through the ringer. Um, so she eventually adopted, and now she's a huge spokesperson for adoption as well. So she's like, oh. she's big into adoption, which I think is, I think that's great. But thirteen yeah. rounds—that's a lot. That's a lot. That movie is so good. So she had cancer? Uh, I don't know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I'm reading the wrong line. Yeah, you're looking at the next person. <laughs> Can anyone the, guess who the next person yeah. is? The next person is Juliana Rancic. So she did three rounds of IVF, had a miscarriage, and then a failed, failed transfer. Yeah. And then a cancer diagnosis of breast cancer, I think. I think that's right. And then she had cancer, so she needed a surrogate because pregnancy hormones do would probably make the cancer yes. go more. Spike. Yeah. Although there's new research about that. Um, really? There's new, very promising research about that. Uh, there's a someone, a woman in the mafia who emailed us a while ago who in a similar situation who is diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, I think. And so she did the whole, like, before I do cancer treatments, I'm going to freeze everything or, you know, like do the IVF beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then she recently sent us, I say recently, it was a few months ago, um, some new information that's very promising about women um, and fertility after, you know, after going through cancer treatment for female cancers, breast cancer, ovarian cancer. Um, so we, sh- we should definitely address that in another episode. But Juli- Juliana Rancic at the time, or for whatever reason, her doctor was like, nope, you cannot get pregnant. So even after she had done three rounds of IVF, had miscarriages, a couple failed transfers, I think... Um, then she got the cancer diagnosis and that's why she ended up needing a surrogate. Um, and now she has a son who's, I don't know, he's, I don't know, like at least five or six by now. I don't know. 
She's the E, the it girl on E. And she lived in Chicago for a while, right? I think they still have a place here in Chicago. Because her husband, Bill, I think is from Chicago. He Yeah. Didn't he win, like, the first episode, or one of the earliest episodes of The Apprentice? You fired. I don't know. He did. I thought he, he was a real estate guy. He is. He His job, I think, was to, like, manage the, the or, like, oversee the building of the Trump Tower here in Chicago. Really? Yes. I think. Didn't know that. Strictly oh, yeah? going off of memory from like 15 years ago now. <laughs> so, you, you want to hear a funny story? Or it's not funny, but of course. an interesting story. So, I've talked about my the girl that I go get a spray tan from, right? Yeah. <laughs> Remember this the crazy story I told you I went at, when I was doing IVF and I had like all the bruises on my stomach and same girl. Her name's Jen. She's great. But she so Bill and Juliana when they're in town they go see her for spray tans so she's given me some <laughs> both of them do yes they both go get spray tans from her couple so, spray tans right it's so romantic don't touch each other at all <laughs> until yeah. you shower and you can't shower for at least six hours how do spray tans work for guys if they have body hair like. Oh, it doesn't. You, uh, well, I guess if it's real thick, it doesn't really work. Yeah, that's what, like really thick chest hair. I don't think it really. I don't think it works that well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway. know from experience, but I don't think it works that well. Yeah. Well, so, that's cool. Uh, so you do you get to hear about them? Yeah. So I've heard a. F- I've heard a few things about Bill and Juliana, and she has, like, pictures of them in her salon, like, you know. She has the coolest, like, she has done, this entrepreneur, I need to give her, like, a shout-out on this podcast. It's, like, called um, Golden Girl Salon, I think that's right. Um, I'm going to Google it real quick. But she has turned it into one of these, like, uh... It's like a whole spa experience. So you don't just go, um, like, you don't just go to get a spray tan. Like, she, every time I go in there now, there's, like, some, like, bachelorette party or, like, you know, postmenopausal divorcee party. <laughs> like, when, like, they let you bring in your own drinks and like there's a hair person and a nail person and it's she's like turned it into this salon experience it's great that's awesome it's called glow out that's what it's called glow out glow out here in chicago i like it yeah anyway christy brinkley she's the uptown girl right yes married to billy joel not anymore was yeah yeah, was. that that song is about her. Um, she had three miscarriages during IVF, and now has a daughter via, also via IVF. But she went through several miscarriages during IVF treatments. How old is her daughter? Her daughter, she's old not not old, but she's like an adult. She's beautiful. She's a model, right? Probably. I mean, look at her. Uh, 
Wait, wait, wait. Her name is Sailor. Sailor. That's such a cute name. It's so cute. And Christy Brinkley is also gorgeous. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, Sailor is 20. Yeah. I love her recurring role on Parks and Rec. <laughs> Jerry's, Gary's wife. <laughs> haven't seen it. See, oh. We haven't seen any of the same shows. You would like that one, Sarah. Her daughter um, looks a lot like her. She does. So, there you go. I don't All know right. who her dad looks like. I don't know who... I don't know when she did... Maybe it's Billy Joel. I don't know. I don't know when she did this. I mean, I, I guess 20 years Billy ago. Joel. I don't even know when she was married to Billy Joel. How was old she? is Billy Joel? He's... He's pretty 70. old. 70. He's pushing 70. Remember we pushing? went to his concert... This summer? Yeah. You guys did. Yeah. Yeah. Bill and I. Not me. Yeah. (laughs) And he sang Uptown Girl and I thought of Christy Brinkley. I bet everyone does. How old is she? She was born in 1954. Oh, so she's older than my mom. That puts her like in her... Oh, she's 64. Oh my gosh. She's so beautiful. Yeah. She looks great. She looks awesome. What is her secret? Has she had work done? I don't know. If I you just, have to ask the question, that's that's a good like plastic surgeon, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're not sure. The next person on the list, Miss Courtney Cox. Yes. She so did. She, go ahead. Oh, two rounds of IVF and had a miscarriage. Did she have miscarriages with both of those or just? I'm not sure. One? But was her daughter through IVF? I think so. Yes. Okay. So she must have had one miscarriage and then had her daughter and then she was pregnant at the very end of Friends as right. her character was adopting twins. Twins. Yes. So that must, I wonder how that was for her. Well, you can look at, um, she talks about, uh, she's been interviewed that she was going, she was like in the height of her infertility struggle while the character while Rachel's character was pregnant and like going through pregnancy and all of like that and if you remember it wasn't long after or was it before that I don't know it's all kind of I mean it's like my favorite sitcom but she and Chandler were also like went through infertility on the show and she was dealing with it in real life yeah if you remember, we played a clip from the show mm-hmm. in our... So our... Rachel said, like, found out she was pregnant at Monica and Chandler's wedding, or told people, I think. Yeah, it was, like, right before. Yeah, it was right around the same time. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So it would have been right after that. But that would... <laughs> if you... If you... If you watch the show now, you can totally tell she's pregnant <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Like, they're trying so hard to, like... But you can totally tell. <laughs> Which, good for you, Courtney. I mean, I love all the, the Friends cast. They're great. Yeah. If you and were one of the Friends characters, Sarah. Oof. I'd be Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> she picks the guy. <laughs> I just don't see myself in any of the girls. I think I'm totally Phoebe. Phoebe. 
Yeah, I'm definitely a Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm a Chandler. I can see it. No one wants to be a Ross, though. <laughs> can tell you that. Yeah. Can I be any more infertile? Uh, yeah so we talked about sarah jessica parker or we talked about sex in the city recently we didn't talk about sarah jessica parker parker having twins no she a surrogate right with ivf of course yes how can you have a surrogate if you don't do ivf uh donor embryos well yeah right Someone had to have IVF to use the surrogate. Yes. Um, or that natural, quote, natural surrogacy that we've talked about where you impregnate. Anyway. Um, yeah, so there's she and her then husband at the time, Matthew Broderick. I think they're that's married she- now. Oh. They didn't get divorced, did they? Oh. Google it. <laughs> I will Google it. I'm pretty sure you Google still it. Together. I'm going to keep talking because they so better still be together. She has the twins via IVF. The next person is one everybody, I feel like everybody knows Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She's been pretty open about, and she's, she's done interviews about it. She, like, if you Google Nicole Kidman and infertility, she's talked pretty openly about it. She, uh, and she's got such an interesting, so she adopted two children when she was married to Tom Cruise. So they're older now. She, and then, and I think she had like went through infertility when she was with him. Mm -hmm. She's now with Keith Urban and over the course of life, call it, because I don't know all the details and I don't need to know, but she had miscarriages. She had an ectopic president, uh, ectopic president. Pregnancy. Pregnancy. <laughs> Presidency. She had failed transfers. And then she ended up actually having a biological child, I think, with Keith Urban. People that, like, really know these celebrities are cringing when we're getting this wrong. And then she had another biological child that was carried via surrogate. So she kind of, like, did it all. She's, she's, she's done, done adoption. She's done IVF. She's been through the miscarriage thing. She's been through failed transfers. She's, you know, gotten pregnant spontaneously. She's done surrogacy. If anyone should be a spokesperson for infertility, it's Nicole. She can be a mafia boss. She can. Plus, I mean, <laughs> another. she's also just, like, flawless and Australian. She has very nice skin. She's also someone who's aged really well. What's your favorite Nicole yeah. Kidman film? Probably Practical Magic. Oh, throwback. Yeah. That's a good one. What's yours? Gosh, I don't I knew you were gonna ask and I was like trying to think of one while you said it. I don't know. You're like bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually did not like Bewitched. It <laughs> sucked. Um <laughs> Ooh. I know. What? Moulin Rouge. Oh, I forgot about that one. Moulin Rouge. <sighs> Who was the guy in that? Was that Ewan McGregor? Yes. Or something? Yeah. Yes. Um, Cold Mountain was really good. 
That was another I good one. I never saw that one. That was a good one. So, Nicole, she's seen it all. Was she in The Hours? Have you seen that? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that kind of a scary movie? It's kind of... Creepy? Nah. It was kind of like... Sad. Sad. <laughs> if I remember right. I'll just keep throwing out adjectives until you say yes. So, um, let's see. Who else do we have? Oh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Let's hear your whistle tones, Sarah. Let's hear them. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. <laughs> I think of Mariah Carey now, and she's in a, she's kind of like Celine Dion to me, where she was like the soundtrack of my youth. Yes, I did listen to her. A lot. Yeah. And she, I don't know, when I think of her, when I think of her now, I'm like, oh, honey. Yeah, me too. She's a mess. I mean, she was a mess. I don't know how she is now, but. Right. She's like. But she has um, boy girl IVF twins. Yes. With, I think with Nick Nick Cannon. Cannon. Which is weird. Right? Is it weird? It's just weird. I wouldn't expect Mariah Carey to like Nick Cannon. Sure. No, I, I got you. What's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Uh, what's that one where they're, uh, the video, the kids are at like summer camp and they're swimming? I don't know. Tell me more. Oh, Always Be My Baby. Always Be oh. My Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Hold on. Let's let's cue it up. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, should well, I? I know what I'm gonna do after this. Yeah, for real. Should I fast forward to the good part? Maybe a little more. Hold on. Oop. There we go. And we'll linger on. With the Sing it with me, girls. Always be my baby. Oh, Mariah. Thank you. Thank you. Even though uh, we called you a hot mess. <laughs> side note, there was this karaoke recording studio in Branson. And I recorded Hero. Oh, nice. On a CD. I need a copy of that now. <laughs> and my friends found it. Oh, no. At a party. And they're like, let's play it. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I need to hear that now. <laughs> Even thinking about it makes me cringe. You share your bad karaoke and I'll share mine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a karaoke recording? Uh, Maybe not a karaoke, but one of those like at the mall. Like, hey, let's go record a song. Remember they had those recording studios at the mall? 
No. Or at theme parks? No. No? I never went to any place that had one of those. Really? I feel like they were everywhere when I was a kid. Yeah. The only place I saw was Branson. Yeah, I have a lot of bad karaoke recordings (laughs) when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm going to go record my uh, single. Or what's the your something My EP. Tape? My EP. Or what's the thing that you would send off to a recording, like a record your, label? It's your demo. Your demo. I'm going to go record my demo. And when I say demo, I mean I'm going to cover Mariah Carey, who can't be covered. <laughs> she's so <Yeah>. iconic. <laughs> Listen. Little bit of advice for everyone. If you're doing karaoke, don't do Mariah Carey or Celine Dion. They're too I did, or Whitney uh, Houston. They're too big. Like you can't cover them. You know who I do a good <laughs> impression of? Hmm. Jewel. I could see that. Yeah. I'm Let's not gonna do some. it right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Just a I, little uh, taste. Maybe another time. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. People okay. living the last thing you. There we that go. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> okay, we'll finish this list real quick. So there's two men on the list. Mark McGrath, who's the lead singer of... Uh, Sugar Ray? Sugar Ray. He, had, he has twins via IVF. I didn't Rod know. Rod Stewart has kids via IVF. Really? Is it because he, like, tried to have them when he was in his 70s? (laughs) Probably. Maybe. I don't know. You know, I don't know a lot about these people's personal lives. And then, this was probably the craziest one. You know Joan London? The She's a journalist. Slash author. Slash TV host. So, she hosted Good Morning America for, like, ever. For a long time. Okay. And... So she used a surrogate and has two sets of twins. So she did IVF and then used a surrogate twice, presumably. (laughs) I would like, yeah. And then has two sets of twins. You know, there were, so we posted about this both on, in our uh, youth, or excuse me, Facebook group, Infertile Mafia podcast, and on our Instagram um, account at Infertile Mafia Podcast. And we got a lot of, like, like if you're looking for more celebrities to kind of, you know, look into that have done infertility treatments, people gave us a lot of good suggestions. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're, we're just, like, barely scratching the surface. There's so many that have gone through infertility or that have done IVF and... I mean, like we said in the last episode, it's really cool when you see them, t- you know, opening up and talking about it. It's, it's it encouraging. Is. You know? It is. Because you're like, they go through it, too. I feel like it takes a little bit of the shame away of infertility when you feel like some... Like, because celebrities are so, you know, kind of up on a pedestal. Like, people think that they're just so high and mighty and like perfect and they're always airbrushed and looking great and have publicists and like always they just they always seem together and like perfect and then when you find out that they struggle with infertility it really humanizes them and makes you I don't know it's like it's just encouraging 
you know yeah. what it feels like too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, our last person, which I want to do a whole other segment on, on another episode, Sarah, but so okay. many people said Michelle Obama, which we talked about her. Yeah. Recently. Um, Cause it's totally kick-ass that she came out and talked about doing IVF with both of their daughters, Sasha and Malia. I kind of scoured the internet looking for like, what was their infertility diagnosis? I couldn't find anything. So I don't know either to be continued. I'm sure <laughs> like I want to read the book. I want to, I want to dive into Michelle a little further, but yeah, I mean, obviously I think of everyone on the list, she might be the most popular one. <laughs> if you think about like name recognition and influence. True. So we definitely need to mention her. So thanks, Michelle. I mean, we already said <laughs> for being thanks, but infertile. Thanks for being infertile. Or maybe Barack's infertile. We don't know. No one We're knows. Just I feel like that wouldn't have played well. Probably trying not. to become president. Not with those evangelicals. Oh, they're <laughs> infertile. Your purpose on this earth is to multiply. Reproduce. Multiply. Yes. Multiply. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So out of the box. Yes. You're, we put the poll on Instagram stories about coffee versus wine. We talked about this in our last episode. Would you rather give up coffee or wine? You said you'd rather give up wine. I said I'd rather give up coffee. You win. You win, win the poll. It was like 30% would give up coffee. 70% would give up wine or caffeine, alcohol, whatever. That goes to show people prefer uppers more than downers. I don't get it. I mean, I think 30% of you are right. Seventy <laughs> percent can't be wrong. Oh, seventy percent can definitely be wrong. <laughs> it's happened many <laughs> times in this in this world. But I mean, listen, this is good news for Starbucks. Like it is. People need their caffeine fix. Americans love coffee. And I'm here to tell you it's all a placebo. Sometimes I feel it, but not right now. I never I just, drink a cup of coffee. I'm like, you know what? I feel more energy now. It just doesn't, it, that just doesn't, I'm still like, I still feel like shit. <laughs> it's my I'm third tired. Cup, and I'm still, I'm still tired. tired, but I can't go to sleep now. <laughs> I'm sure that, exactly. I'm sure that has nothing to do with the fact that I stayed up till 2 a.m., but still. <sighs> it's a problem. I know. I don't it's know a, why I can't just go to sleep. We both have this problem. This is something we have very much in common. A lot of people have this problem. Insomnia. They just yeah. can't go to sleep. I can't. Every morning just, I'm like, I'm going to go to bed early. And then it's midnight and I'm like, nah. One I'm more episode. do this. Yeah. And then I'm laying there and I'm like. I should be sleeping. Thinking about stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, remember that thing? And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no. I should think about that thing more. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, I should be sleeping. But then I can't sleep. <laughs> As my grandfather lovingly put it one time, Kayla, you can't get her blank. 
he is right. Your brain? Was he talking about your right. brain? Yeah. yeah. My mind can't, can't get it blank. He's right. I can't. Well, that's the goal of meditation. I know. This is why I want to really get into meditation more than my, I've already tried. Do you want to... I, I talked to my brother-in-law about coming on and talking about meditation because he's yes, into meditation. Yes, and I told and you I would be 100% in favor of that because I think and it he, could be good for infertility <laughs> He was like, well. what do you want to know? I'm like, I don't know. I know nothing about meditation. Tell him... How do you do it? How do you... Well, I know how to do it, but tell him in the context of this podcast, it would be helpful to for people to learn how to quiet their mind. Because we can all agree that infertility makes your mind race. Like, yeah. And he, he said he'd come on, I think. I think good. he Let's agreed do it. to it. Yeah. Let's do it. I all love right. it. Okay. Right. Who, we both took celeb quizzes. We took these, these silly online, what celebrity are you quiz. Mm-hmm. So what do, was yours? Okay. Mine... I kind of, I kind of want you to guess. <laughs> is it? That'll be more fun. Is it a girl or guy? It's a girl. She's uh, a singer. Okay. She. Did you get Christina Aguilera? No. Mar- Mariah she's Carey. Also blonde. No, she's younger than, way younger than them. She's part of the new regime. She's a very big deal. Dove Cameron. She crossed over from country to pop. Oh, Taylor Swift? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> did they did they say why you got Taylor Swift? Yes. So they, you know, I'm sure you saw this, but they give you a they give you a, a description of why this person, you know. I didn't like, read mine. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I just so saw the person. Mine says you are Taylor Swift. You're honest and open, independent and self-reliant. You never Yay. run away from the truth. You never lie. You stand up for yourself and are comfortable being alone. And all of those things are 100% true. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. but. No, okay. I feel like, have you heard of this theory that people that annoy you are, are usually people that are like you? Um, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, there's this theory that if someone really annoys you, oftentimes it's because they're reflecting something that you don't like about yourself. Like they're similar to you. Like they're, and there's something hmm. about Taylor that really annoys me. Like, don't get me wrong. She's super talented. I love her music, but there's something about her that just like kind of annoys me. Maybe is it's it because, because her like, niceness is manufactured. She, yeah, she seems like she's trying too hard. That's what it is. Do I try too hard? I feel like you could try harder. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I got? Okay, give me some hints. It's an actress. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> That people either love or hate. Uh, Daria. (laughs) I'm glad you know who Daria is, but no. That is, this is an actual person. Right. I I figured. Um, Okay. They either love her or hate her. She's an actress. 
People think she's funny. Lena Dunham? No. Uh, Lena Dunham is friends with Taylor Swift, though. Uh, Isn't that weird? <laughs> she's in a lot of movies with Bradley Cooper. I don't know. <laughs> do you, okay, do you want... just say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. You yeah. just needed to say Hunger Games, and then I would have gotten it. That would have given it away. <laughs> well, I know, but yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could be friends with her. <laughs> totally. I should say about both of them, like, mad, mad, mad props for both of them because they are killing it in their respective industries, and they did it at a very, very young age. Yeah, they've also been, like, kind of MIA lately. <laughs> and on so. that note, join our closed Facebook groups called The Infertile Mafia and The Infertile Mafia Bosses and Babies. Follow us on Instagram at Infertile Mafia Podcast. Feel free to send us an email anytime. We'd love to hear from you guys to infertilemafia at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast to hear more talk about eggs and balls and stuff and to donate to Resolve. Yeah, don't forget our, about our Resolve campaign. So during the month of January 2019 and a little bit into February, we are matching each review that happens during this time period with a $5 donation to Resolve. And Resolve is... An infertility support nonprofit that does a lot of stuff for uh, infertility awareness, and they also lobby the government to do stuff for infertility, like rights and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're want, solid. They're legit. You, if you want insurance to, you know, maybe cover infertility, Resolve is probably out there trying to get the government to. <laughs> they're one of your best. You know, best pets yeah (laughs) and as always guys thanks for joining thanks for joining the infertile mafia bye (laughs) so what are you doing tonight it's friday uh a whole lot of nothing probably we're going to be watching Live PD because it's like one of our favorite shows. <laughs> and of course you bring up TV, which you know I never catch your references. Live PD is so exciting. I don't know what it is. It's you, like it's live police. It's like uh, that bad. What's that show with the bad, bad boys? Bad, bad boys. boys. Bad, what, what show Cops. is that? Cops. Cops. It's like live cops. It's it's almost has that thing that vlogging has where it feels like you're watching something happen in real time. Uh-huh. It's very so, voyeuristic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone Sarah, is on you're YouTube, such a voyeur. Yeah. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I mean, I don't like watching people do it. You know, like I mean, well, no, you just like to watch people. (laughs) I'll tell you a story another off camera. I'll tell you a story off podcast. (laughs) 
off, off camera. About a trip to New York. Oh, boy. <laughs> Have you ever flashed anyone? I've got stories, too. No. <laughs> Maybe no, I never... was the person you saw. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this story. Okay. So my choir went to New York to oh. sing at Carnegie Hall. <gasps> Sarah, my flashing story starts. My choir went to New York to sing in Carnegie Hall. I kid you not. What? Yes, I kid you not. Crazy. Go, well, go I'm on. guessing it goes a different way. <laughs> but uh, my hotel room looked, in, it was like a corner so you could see into your other people's hotel rooms uh-huh. on the same floor as you. And I was, I, I was like looking out the window, like looking at all the people across the street from us i'm like oh there's a cat in the window what's the cat doing and then i looked over and there were people doing it oh and i was like holy crap there's people doing it and so a bunch of choir kids yeah a bunch of like in my room choir nerds that have like never seen looking out the window going (laughs) (laughs) and then someone went and knocked on their door and they realized that there were a bunch of kids watching them do it and then they and they were like who cares? This is New York. I don't care if a bunch of high school teenagers well, from Kansas can't see me having sex. They closed the window so we couldn't uh, see anymore. Well, we couldn't really over. tell what was going on. I'm like, what is, what, what body part is that? Like, it's nothing you, you wouldn't see late at night on, you know, Lifetime or something. Cinemax. Yeah. Skinemax. <laughs> Skinemax. Right. Anyway, so how's your story go? Oh, it just... I mean, yeah, my high, we were in New York singing at Carnegie Hall. We're in a hotel and we think that it would be funny to like moon, moon people. We didn't flash people with our boobs. We mooned people oh. with our butts. So, I mean, that's the story. People? Yeah, we totally mooned people. We're like, did people Let's... see? Yeah, I, I think that they did. <laughs> Maybe it was the same hotel. It might have been. Maybe we were there at the same time. Probably know, not. Probably not. <laughs> we're not going to talk about our age difference again. <laughs> you know, many of my high school stories of like mischief and mayhem begin with I was on a trip with my choir, which you don't think, Every just time. word to the wise guys, don't think like, oh, my kid someday is going to join band and choir and they're going to be good little boys and girls. Nope. The band kids were worse. They are dirty, dirty, dirty. I heard stories of the band kids like doing it on the bus. This one time at band camp. That too. That's that. like a prime example. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I want to know, has anyone watched you on Netflix? Because I... I told you about that yesterday, right? Not me. Like, not me. No, it's, it's called, a show called You. The show is called You. <laughs> and I said, yeah. hey, have you watched this? And Kayla said, I don't have time for that. Well, no, I didn't say that. I just, <laughs> maybe I did. <laughs> I didn't say I don't have time for that. I said I don't have time for good. TV in general. I'm, I mean this sincerely. I'm, I'm saying this in the most sincere way. I, I really don't know how other people have time to watch as much tv as they do and it makes me think i'm just not as like efficient as other people (laughs) i don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a really good either. show. You should check it out. Though. I wasn't expecting you to answer that. I like that we're live in the Facebook group, though, because people can see your facial expressions. It went from like, <laughs> I don't know what to say, to should I say something? Should I, should I, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone else feel like, okay, so in the first episode of You, he starts his stalking of the girl. Oh, stalking? Oh, is this like, is this the kind of show I'm going to like, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, Dan Humphrey. Did you watch Gossip Girl? No. Okay. Well. Okay, so the guy (laughs) from Gossip Girl, he is the stalker guy who seems nice, but then he's super creepy. In the first episode, he starts, like, the beginning of the stalking, and I'm like, man, I do that. Like, with the internet research of her. Mm. And, like, you can hear his thoughts as he's going through all of her, like, social media, and he's like, oh, everything's public. You must want to be watched. And then you're (laughs) like, I'm the creepy guy. (laughs) But I don't, like, go beyond that. I'm sure everyone else does the same thing. Oh, you mean you don't follow them with your car and then eventually, like, corner them and rape them and dismember them and throw their body into the river? You don't go that far. He, no, he doesn't He doesn't do that to her. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. But he, get, he gets creepy fast. Like, he stalks her right from the very beginning. It's a good show, though. But have you ever had a real life stalker? N- not like stalker stalker. But I had someone bo- like hunt me down at work and call. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't good because I worked for my parents and my mom answered. And she's like, who is this guy? I'm like, I don't know. I met him at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> what every mom wants to hear. <laughs> we were the only two people not drinking. And he was like. A little bit scary. Like, he had gauges in his ears that were big enough that you could put, like, Windex bottle handles through. (laughs) Why did you pick Windex bottles? That's the most random. Yeah, I just... That's really weird, Amber. Amber says there are girls who tweet the actor and ask him to kidnap them. I was just reading an article this morning about how he doesn't like that. Well, no, he's an actor. He's like, don't (laughs) say things like that Mm. I think going back to your story the guy in the bar who's not drinking immediate red flag he's a recovering alcoholic the guy why is he then why is he in a bar I don't know (laughs) that's like the worst place to be if you're a recovering alcoholic I mean, I'm but, not saying, like, I know there's designated drivers, or I know there's people who just don't drink. I'm just saying, for me personally, it like, a little bit of a red flag would go up. Yeah, but then, like, right after he called work, someone left a note on my car at Walmart. <sighs> yep, yep. Sarah's had a legit stalked? stalker. Have you been stalked? I mean, I've had things like that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing to the point of, like, oh, I need a restraining order or something, but... Yes. You know, had dudes just get a little too interested. (laughs) Not anymore. Once you put that wedding ring on, you're invisible. Or are you more attractive to some men? Mm, Probably not. I don't know. (laughs) 
don't know. Because then, then it's the thing they can't have. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. 